if you look out in the world of logistics right now, it's a little bit different than it was four years ago when you started, right? Right. It's it's a completely different landscape. So what are you seeing is like the biggest mistake that that Amazon sellers are making right now? Welcome to the Post Purchase Pro Podcast. This is the only podcast that dives deep into post-purchase marketing to help Amazon sellers increase sales, ranking, reviews, and profits. It's everything that happens after the initial sale that makes a difference. We call this the back end. This is the Post-Purchase Pro Podcast, and we have a very special one today. We have the founder of Forskit, um, Burak. Um, <clears throat> sorry if I don't get the pronunciation exactly right, Burak. I am so excited to have you here. You're the founder of this international logistics company, and our audience is predominantly Amazon sellers building brands and trying to tackle the world by using uh, you know, these, this arbitrage between foreign lands and bringing those goods and our brands and our messages to the United States and different markets. But to do that, we need people like you, freight forwarders, logistics companies, and you know the mess that the world has been in for the last couple of years. So Barack, kind of walk back in time and tell me, how did you start this company? How did you become the founder of Forskit? And then we'll get into your story. Hey, thank you so much for the opportunity and the, and the introduction. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, I'm the founder of Forescape Digital Freight Forwarder. Uh, we are the only Amazon FBA logistic company who's providing real-time tracking on our website. Um, I lived in China eight years. I'm originally from Istanbul, Turkey. I'm based out of Miami, Florida, last four years. And when I lived China, uh, it was the golden years, actually, 2011 to 2019. I was very lucky to be part of uh, this really growing economy, double-digit uh, GDP growing every year. The business were booming, you know, uh, online and offline. And I've attended like uh, a lot of events in China side, Hong Kong, like Canton Fair, Hong Kong Electronic Travel, more than 50 cities. I started as a sourcing agent, one man, you know, uh, one man show. But then uh, we start working with like uh, large companies. We do sourcing for them and then they ask us to help them with their international shipping. So that's how I started the Forescat. And pretty much four years ago, uh, we start shipping for e-commerce and Amazon sellers. Now we have six offices around the globe. Um, and we are the only FBA logistic company who's providing real-time tracking uh, on our website because the biggest pain point I had when I lived in China was, uh, you know, communication, the time difference, the language barrier, and, you know, the uh, visibility and full control on your international shipments. So that's something that we decided to solve it, um, and then so far it's going great. That's amazing. So... Uh, rewinding back to 2014, 2015, 2016, we were launching a lot of different products um, for our own businesses. And during that time, we launched over 1,000 different private label products of our own. And yeah. the biggest struggle that we had, Burak, is that we were buying all of those products from China. And as we were shipping them over, we had a lot of SKUs to manage. And I couldn't see anything. I didn't know where anything right. was. So I couldn't time my marketing, exactly. my inventory. And it was just a huge nightmare. So we actually went through tons and tons of freight forwarders trying to get better reporting, better information. So when you started talking about you're the only player in the space offering real-time um, availability of where your stuff is in the world, that's a game changer. So how did you develop this and, and what are you seeing sellers be able to do differently because they have that information? You know, it's like 2022 and then everything is becoming like digital. Uh, I think... Uh, after 22, especially after 2020, um, with the COVID, uh, you know, all of us start work from from home, like remote, 
uh, all the big events in the world now happening like in person. But last two years, we're just like doing everything digital. Um, so we we decided to do this transformation, like digital, you know, transform transformation. Many 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 businesses trying to uh, have the digitalization and then offering the customer like better better customer service. Actually, we 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 came up we came up with this solution because we were growing and all of our customers were asking us, "Hey, where's my shipment? When it's gonna arrive?" And then I, I based out of Miami, um, and then I had to ask my team in China. By the time they wake up and then I get tired at night, I miss maybe two out of like five customer asking me where's their product. So basically, I was like, I cannot live with this. So it was my own pain point actually, in operation wise, but also it was the same for the customers. And you're right, you know, we work with like some aggregators or like big Amazon sellers that they have multiple shipments, several shipments at a time. And then each of them maybe have like, you know, five to 10 SKUs. So basically they're managing like 100 SKU. Uh, you know, they used to ask, hey, where's my shipment? I was like, which one? They're like the ocean. I'm like, you have five ocean shipments. And I'm, I'm like, which one? They're like the one going to LA. And I'm like, you have three of them. So, you know, this was like a chicken and egg story. And then we decided to give them, give people and customers like full visibility, full visibility. And it's been going great. And then, you know, there are a lot of challenges, obviously, in the software industry, but uh, and especially international logistics. You know, there are a lot of delays and there are a lot of things that are happening outside of our freight forwarders control. Uh, you know, the shipping line, the, you know, the, the you know, congestion on the origin, the, the destination port, especially if you're a private label uh, seller, you probably source products from China. I know the COVID situation is like escalating again. So there are things, there are a lot of things that are going on. And then, we eventually think that uh, the future of this business, obviously, a lot of people are not anymore living in one place. So the time difference is like the, one of the biggest pain points we have for our customers. So we decided to have this platform that they can add, your, add their VAs, uh, they can manage their, they can add their partners in the same, you know, uh, account. So everyone can see it in a different time zone. So uh, that was the idea behind this, you know, project. And then uh, we got a lot of good feedback. And you know, international logistic is a, something that a lot of different third parties involved, like truckers, the terminal, the port, and there are a lot of mistakes can be made. So we're trying to minim minimize that. Um, so that's the idea of like why we start this uh, entire process for e-commerce and Amazon sellers, which there is no solution for that before. I love that you were solving your own pain point when you solved this huge pain point for the sellers, because I know the reason why you were having that pain point, Burak, is because your sellers needed to know where their goods are because they have to time inventory for um, the rest of their supply chain, the rest of their logistics, the, their marketing. They have to time all that. And without having up-to-date information, it's almost impossible. So um, what you guys are doing is amazing. So if you look out in the world of logistics right now, it's a little bit different than it was four years ago when you started, right? Right. It's it's a completely different landscape. So what are you seeing is like the biggest mistake that, that Amazon sellers are making right now? Just wanted to take a quick moment to ask a huge favor. We don't sell anything on the show because we just want to provide you with the best content and then let you get on with your day. As an Amazon seller, you know how important reviews are. And this podcast, is no different. I would be forever grateful if you could take 30 seconds and leave us a review on your podcast app right now so we can help more sellers just like you. Thank you. Now let's get back into the show. Um, I think they don't control their shipments. I would say that's one of the biggest things. They either work with like, you know, Amazon Global Logistics, maybe that's getting popular or they're using their uh, supply straight forward. But that's something that uh, people should be really aware of it because, you know, you spend hours and hours of work and doing the keyword research 
developing the product and then you're launching it and now you're waiting, you're excited and then eventually uh, maybe you're going to do something for Mother's Day or Valentine's Day or like a Christmas, you know, you, maybe you sell gift. So you don't even know when your shipment is going to arrive. So you cannot really manage your PPC, your budget. So kind of little people, that's one thing that I was very surprised. Like, you know, when I start working with e-commerce and Amazon sellers, they're very careful with every single step from the time scratch that they're looking for products and hours and days and nights. They're ordering from China. And now when it comes to international shipping, they're like, yeah, asking their freight, asking their suppliers to ship the product. And they don't even know who is the freight forwarder. And I'm like, yeah. how can you let your $50,000 product is shipped by someone you don't even know? And they don't have the container number. They don't have zero tracking. They don't know when it's going to arrive. And they're asking their uh, supplier. I mean, there are a lot of, I lived in China eight years, and there are a lot of great suppliers that helping people with their freight. But in my opinion, e-commerce and Amazon is, you know, the most competitive actually marketplace in the world. And you have to know when your shipment is going to check in. You need to arrange your coupon or like PPC budget according to your inventory coming in. Or maybe you'll be like selling out soon. Uh, you run out of inventory and you need to make sure when it's going to check in. So that's been a biggest surprise and challenge for me too. We, we're also trying to like, you know, do a lot of educational uh, trainings and speaks and uh, trainings for people, for e-commerce sales, especially new starters, newbies. Uh, we're trying to explain like the entire international shipping process because a lot of people think that we're going to pick up the shipment today and it's going to be on the cargo ship tomorrow and they don't understand when the shipment is going to check in and they don't understand what is the handling time in the terminals, which is eight to 10 days. Actually, a lot of people, they think, oh, it's okay, 30, 35 days, fast C, slow CDDP shipments, and they don't even know what is the actual action behind the scene. Um, obviously, it's not their core business, but I think it should be part of their understanding the entire process to manage their cash flow better because that has been the, one of the biggest issues last two years. A lot of people, they actually failed because they couldn't manage their uh, cash flow great. So I think this was something that I was like really surprised when I entered this industry. Well, so I think um, for a long time, and it's it's taken a long time to bring technology and modernization to logistics. For a long time, right. logistics was very low tech. It was, I mean, you're if you're saying you're uh, you're the only player in the space for Amazon sellers to get real time feedback on where their shipments right. are. Just think about that. That's it's 2022, and right. you're the only player in the space that's doing that. That's insane. So all yes, of these crazy. other players, and that was our struggle in 2015. We're launching all these products, and everyone's low tech. They want to track it through an email string, and yes. then you have For Excel no sheets. Like you don't even know you get lost. You know where where is my link? You know, or you're right. You're writing to your supplier on Skype, WeChat, WhatsApp, Telegram. Uh, email, you know, that was the thing. Like, you know, uh, I was going to the event and then I was asking like, how much did you pay for a lost shipment? And they're like, he's like, let me find it. And he goes like 10 minutes looking at different 10, like communication channels that they're using. I'm like, that's crazy, man. You don't even know where's your quotation, actual quotation, you know? Yeah. So they don't know how much they're paying. They don't know when it's going to arrive. How are you going to manage a business where your entire revenue source relies on inventory arriving at a spot in time? So it's really, really um, amazing what you guys are doing. So I know you guys have a couple of um, uh, trainings, like you said, right here on your website. I see that you have a detailed Amazon FBA shipping guide. Um, so let's talk. Let's talk about some of the things that 
um, you're seeing Amazon sellers do out there. So you, you produce the guide because you're, you're wanting to bring education to the space. So let's talk a little bit about that, Brock. Um, I think, you know, you're really right. I mean, there are a lot of uh, people start this e-commerce and Amazon business like a side gig, you know, and then people start seeing it. Well, there's an opportunity. Uh, I want to explore more. And then, you know, they get into it. So many people, I think that's like, it's an amazing industry, actually. When I was, when I lived in China, I was only doing like B2B business. So most of those people, they either like in the business, like five years, 10 years, 15 years, you're not going to just meet someone random in a, a trade show in Canton Fair and ordering 1,000 or like ordering five containers of like a bathroom scale, maybe. You know, it's, yeah. a, it's a random thing. You know, they spend like thousands of dollars to fly all the way across the countries and across the uh, continent. So, but e-commerce customers on Amazon sell mostly like, you know, they're like people are like you, me, they have a full-time job. Maybe they're like housewife or maybe it's a truck driver wants to do something. I, I've, I've met so many great people with incredible back, background and back, incredible um, personalities and stories. Um, but it's very normal that they don't know, like, you know, the trade terms, the Inco terms, the shipping process. That's very normal. And But I think the best part of this e-commerce and Amazon industry also, like, you know, uh, amazing podcasts like yours, training people, educating people. I think that's really important for people to, like, understand and track the, what is going on in the real world instead of just, you know, looking at the videos and then trying to learn, work them out. They, they need to test this. They need to make the mistakes, small mistakes, hopefully, but like learn from the mistakes and experience. And then uh, I think not to repeat them. It's very important. Yeah, um, I agree. I think Amazon has created so many first time entrepreneurs that it is a really unique industry. Um, a lot of times in the past to create a business like what people are creating now would take a lot of guts, a lot of capital, and you really have to know what you're doing, but Amazon reduces yeah. so much of that headache and they bring you customers so easily that um, a lot of people are able to jump in and have a lot of tremendous success. But like you said, they don't have a lot of experience beforehand, so they need to be brought up to speed. And that's why we have the podcast. You're, you're exactly right. Yeah. So before we jump out of here, um, we want to get into a couple of fun questions. Um, number one, Brock, you've done a lot of business. You've traveled around the world. What is your favorite business book? Um, you know, actually, I always wanted to uh, be a millionaire. You know, that was my, uh, when I moved to China, I actually had only like one way ticket and I had like a $500 <laughs> pretty much money. And then I was thinking to stay like uh, only like six months and then I ended up staying like eight years. Um, I always like read, I always want to be a millionaire and then eventually I understand that money is not the most important. You really need to solve like pain point. Even if you're a search provider, or you're a podcast creator, or you're an e-commerce seller, you really need to understand to fix or help other people, yeah. other people's problems or needs. So I always like read the successful people's life. And one of the uh, books that I read recently, I cannot remember the name, but it was the Walmart uh, owner how he started the business. And you know the, the toothpaste or the dead run that we buy in the market? Actually, it was because of Walmart. They wanted to cut the cost of the packing like 10 to 15 years ago, that's the reason actually now they're also selling on the shelf without like the box. So it was very fascinating for me to understand like how business owners can focus on people's problems and help yep. them to save the money. And then this also changed the supplier's mentality and total vision with the business. So I really love reading other successful people's life and then see how much actually they fail. Because in today's world, we think that, oh, look at this guy he's running this business. 
is he's having this, he's doing that, and that they think that you know it just happens in one day, but it actually a lot of like hard work behind the scene. Yeah, there definitely is. So you like biographies. Um, do you have any favorites that you'd like to mention? I know you just mentioned Sam Walton. Any uh, any other biographies that you'd like to mention? Um, actually, I, I really like to uh, I really like the story of Jack Ma. You know, he's the founder Jack of Alibaba. Yeah. Incredible story. It was, uh, you know, it was refused by like KFC. When I read it, I'm like, it's impossible. Like, you know, he was a teacher, but he had a dream and he has a visionary. Like, you know, he, he saw that actually, like, you know, where something very interesting. I actually have like in my uh, world map, right? Like towards, uh, that's where I'm looking at actually. So my uh, table, I, I've traveled maybe like 60 to 70 countries in the world. I'm a very lucky person about that. Most of them for business, but I, I ended up a little bit like adding the, the pleasure on that and meeting the right people and meet meeting the right people uh, in a very interesting places like you know the networking has changed my life uh, met like some very interesting people in the different locations of train stations and stuff um but china actually like in 1980s was like the middle country actually it's like zhongguo zhong means middle and guo means the country so when they put the name they actually thought that it's in the middle of the geographically in a location, middle of the everywhere, but they actually thought that China is going to be the center one day. So it was very interesting for me when I learned Chinese that they say like Zhongguo, like middle country. So Jack, Jack Ma saw that and then he actually took the action and then connected the buyers with sellers. I think it was incredible dream. And, you know, what he did for this, the world is it's very, very exciting, I think. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, I love that story as well, but I probably need to reread it because your excitement about it's getting me re-excited. So, Burak, here's another fun one. Um, what is a purchase that you've made that was a splurge that you did not regret making that purchase? Oh, actually, uh, I think is it is it for the business or it's for the um, you decide the pleasure. <laughs> Uh, I think you know I, I would go a little bit with the business-wise. Um, we we just we just started an office in Colombia, and uh, beginning of this year, uh, that was probably one of the best decision I've made for the business um, because we are trying to focus on a good customer service. So basically, we are serving like you know the customers in, with the Asian time difference. We have some customers with like you know Europe time. We have some customers with US side, and I actually have like someone who wants to join. If it's okay, this is this is Enzo. If oh, that's can awesome. See it on the video, yeah. He, he used to be a pirate, so he has only like one eye. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's my awesome. best friend, and we are actually starting a YouTube channel together. So, um, so hopefully it's gonna be also helpful. So yeah, I think like the it, you can't count as a purchase, but I think it's a good investment. Um, oh. because I really like to invest in people. I really like to invest in new. Um, you know, there is a good saying. I think. The, the biggest regret that I have had in my life that I haven't tried. So I prefer, I'm the type of person, if I have some idea, of course, my team stops me a lot. <laughs> they stop me a lot when I have like bad ideas. So it's really important to uh, work with smart people. And luckily we have a lot of like great people in our team. And then I think starting a new office uh, in Colombia is like one of the like, best decisions we made this year. So it's, it's really growing fast especially we do the customer service from there for our U.S. customers. I love it so much. So um, let's let's wrap this up, Burak. I love that you guys are the only uh, player in the space providing real-time 
logistical information about where your shipments are for Amazon sellers. It's forcegit.com. Um, is right. that the best place that people should go um, to reach out to you guys or where should they go? Yes, please. And also we have uh, some special offers that maybe if you don't mind saying the first yep. shipment, we offer them $300. Uh, they can they can actually come and talk to us saying like we, we find you from Post uh, Purchase Pro uh, podcast. Uh, we offer them uh, uh, first month free storage in our warehouse in California. Uh, which is like worth of $700 uh, and other things like $300 first international shipping uh, bonus. And we don't charge our customers up front. That's, I think, another biggest uh, thing that I learned uh, because there are a lot of uh, shipments customer like paying in advance and then, you know, the freight forwarder disappears or like they never answer. So we basically charge our customers successful. Their shipment is delivered to the destination. So it gives them great flexibility to get with their cash flow, especially the freight price increase a lot. And also the trust then, uh, you know, so that they can work with a new company. So I definitely would like people to try our service and our platform. It's going to make their life very easy. Wow. So not only can you track um, where the shipment is, but you're also giving them financing basically for yes. the time of the shipment. That's amazing. I can't Absolutely. wait to have you on a, on a full webinar and dig into the details even more. Um, but for now, Birak, this has been the Post Purchase Pro Podcast. Thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you so much for having me. Please take a second right now and share this podcast with someone you know that would find it valuable. The fastest way for us all to grow is to grow together. And if you haven't followed our podcast yet, do that right now so you won't miss out. I'll see you on the next episode.